Michael is telling, Jim Dry Creek, Carl Edney and Kelly for your business paper needs. Dunder Mifflin, people persons better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, people persons better podcast. Dunder Mifflin, the people person podcast. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price, and with me, as always, is my co host, Brian Sittler. See, this is the part in the episode where I have to decide to say, uh, does it smell like up dog in here? What's up, dog? Not much, Alma. What's up with you? It's harder than you think. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is harder than you think. I, uh, Michael's not alone. What was that? You catch um, that? No. Wait, I kind of heard a little tick something. Stay on the, stay right in the circle. I'm there. right here in the circle. Yep. Okay. Um, oh. Anyway. All right. You're right. It is. It is. It tough. is. And that's the thing about it is that I find it so funny is that he, he really is desperate to get that to work, oh. but... Just mistake after mistake, <laughs> from Stanley to Ryan to Kevin to Kevin to finally when he gets a shot with Dwight, he totally blows it. And because because it's right there, it's so right there. And he finally got someone to say it, and instead of respond, responding, he just says "Gotcha." gotcha. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I, I love how they don't even show him try to do, do the delivery to Kevin. It yeah. Just so that what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't even show his frustration. They don't even just, no that, that thing mind. you just said. <laughs> What's what mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh oh yeah. So I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready for some up dog. Oh, I, uh, who isn't ready for some up dog? <laughs> and it's such a good good time for to see Jim and Pam playing with Michael and Michael really ruining it for himself. You know. Oh, of he course. can't blame anyone else. No one's picking on him. He just it's his inability to make this work it is and he just uh, he really does that little that little shake of frustration uh-huh. it's just a classic moment by now if you don't know we are on season two <laughs> episode 13 of the office the secret Surprise. my baby's got a secret <laughs> <laughs> and another one of these dual meaning episodes that you've been talking about lately yeah. like the injury like the injury which had two injuries yeah. now we're gonna have two secrets. secrets Ooh, man pivotal secrets yeah i mean we're gonna learn a little bit about oscar and as he introduces himself gill 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 feels so assaulted in that moment with dwight doesn't he he does feel assaulted but i have no sympathy for gill no i I, no no he 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 shit on pam's painting later on he would yeah he'd be a bit of a jerk he's a pompous he's a pompous uh person Mm -hmm. and um that's okay he does feel but you know with dwight's shirt coming at you and the dark of night yeah yeah i think anybody would feel (laughs) little uh much like jim's roommate a few episodes ago just dwight is an anomaly who has to be taken in he's a fortune he's a force of nature he really is isn't he yeah and unlike jim's roommate who is all about him uh (laughs) gill seems a little put out he's a little put out although that they they do have a nice moment afterwards uh watching the movie and um after just i'm getting we're kind of jumping well we always jump around so i'll just talk about it because it's one of my but favorite. i love it yes i do because dwight's like i i want to know what movie they're watching too mm-hmm. i i really dwight's just laughing and once again the camera takes it's a it's another character again yeah and and while dwight does his uh oh i figured something out about oscar and then they show that oscar and gill holding hands uh-huh. and then dwight moves back it, and you know it, breaks them up a little bit and then cut to Dwight. Yeah. Oscar was pl- was lying yeah, about I mean, being sick. <gasps> the real crime. Oh, oh there. my god. Yeah. So maybe there was another secret there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. It was sort of a trifecta it was on the three secret. secrets. Three secrets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and of course, uh, you know, Dwight uh, learning about Oscar being gay is going to come back in in full force at the start of season three. Oh boy, is it you ever! They're really setting that these 
these key parts up. And and that's yes. another thing too. And we were talking about how in a few episodes we're really going to get some breakout moments with Kelly. Yeah. And we get good moments with her here when she recognizes what's going on. Oh man, really? Like the first um, selfish Kelly moment, I think. Yeah. Like just just kind of uh, she's re- she's really gone off the deep end. You can tell she's yep. not she's not pure to nice Kelly anymore. She wants to be in Pam's wedding. We haven't seen much of her yet, but they're really they've been building her behind the scenes for this moment where she they're says, really... "Can I be a bridesmaid?" <laughs> they're just assuming that Pam has four female friends and you are one of them. Of you know? course. I mean, who doesn't ask that question? Of course. Who I've does... asked to be in many, many yes. bridesmaids. I... <laughs> but the... Uh... I'm just loving that scene because it just gets, gives us a chance to look at Pam with her hair down. Oh, I love that. And Michael's answer, Mikey Likey. Mikey you know? Likey. That just so, once again, just being as rude as possible. And creepy as possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, hitting the creep moment. Very good there, Mikey. Well, and we don't get... Um, we're not getting, like... A whole episode of Creep Michael here. If anything, no. this Michael is trying too hard to be the best bud. Yeah, this is know? this is Michael at his redemptive best, I would say. Trying to be. Yeah, yeah. really trying to be. You know, at the same time while tormenting Jim, mm-hmm. um, while trying to talk in code. He's the worst code talker I've ever seen in my life. The, the P situation? <laughs> the P. P-P-A-M. Talking in code. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. And then immediately just turns it on Stanley, who's there in the room with him. Yes. And who could care less? I mean, luckily for Jim, they were around somebody who's so oblivious to every freaking thing. Exactly. Yeah. Even if he found out Jim was, you know, digging on Pam, you know, he may just kind of roll his eyes and just go back to his desk. He may not even say it, mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. He's not going to be like Phyllis and Pam trying to figure out, or sorry, Phyllis and Angela, I should say. Yep. Trying to figure out who they would get with. And obviously, we know Angela would get with Roy. With Roy, which oh, I love, and I love the beat that she allows that when when Phyllis asks her, "Who would you? Who do you yeah. think would you rather have, Roy or Jim?" And Angela says, "It's nobody's business. It's nobody's business." Roy, Roy, <laughs> she she take Roy, which does not surprise me in the least. She is not impressed by Jim. Not even. Never has same. been. Yeah, yeah. isn't that yeah? Later on, even when. They have their own moment. I remember when when the, when the branch is closing and they all find out, you know, and she's trying to come. She's like, "Don't worry, Roy. You'll find something else. You're strong." Yeah. And and Kevin's just sitting there, just <laughs> loving and laughing them, laughing it up. Uh-huh. And he, <laughs> he's like, grow up. Mm-hmm. But they, um, yeah, that's a total. Yeah, we know Angela would be all over Roy. Yeah. We, we always when we know Michael would be all over Ryan. <laughs> and of course, then we've got things like the spring cleaning plan happening in the office. Yeah, the nice background spring cleaning because Which, that builds a lot of interesting scenes. Yeah, they'll use it uh, yeah. with with Ryan for that great scene with Dwight handing over the duties. Yeah, and with do the you duties. think you can handle it? Yes, <laughs> or I think I can handle it. Do you think, think? or do you know? Yeah. I think. <laughs> Love Ryan there. Love, love it. Not putting up with anyone else's idea of what this world should be. No, no. Ryan really has some really great moments. This is my favorite iteration of Ryan, I will yeah. say, uh, in the series. And he just has some. Re- he's still, you know, he's still kind of a kind of a regular guy. Exactly. And you know, he's still more gym like, I would say at this point. Yeah. And uh, and but he has he has some, like in the last episode with the cheese stick, mm-hmm. and just you know you feel sorry for the guy at this point and. <laughs> having to deal with Creed. At oh, the, yeah. I, lo- I love that little scene they just throw in toward the end, like, no, 
That was mandatory. Did you get that done? He's like, I thought it was a volunteer thing. No. (laughs) And he just repeats himself as if it absolves him of it. Oh, totally. Creed's ruthless. Oh, 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 I thought it was volunteer. (laughs) I I wouldn't have agreed to do the mandatory thing if I'd known it was mandatory. (laughs) I love the way he twists that around. Me too. It's so refreshing to see an elderly character just not care and be ruthless. That was one of the things that really struck me about this, this series when I first watched it, like, because usually you just don't see that from the older characters in any show. Yeah, no, he was really just throwing his weight around. He just threw his weight around, didn't give a shit. No. And, and, and I love that. Yeah. I aspire to be that without the crime <laughs> in my, exactly. my elder years. Without the possibly being a killer. Yeah, without the possibly, yeah, you know, you know. showing up blood spattered at work. I'm going to try not to do that. <laughs> Lucky it was Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> good timing. Man. Good timing. Yeah, they had to put the good backdrop with... With spring cleaning because, you know, Mike was not, he's not an idiot, you know, he knows it's January, but yeah. if you don't, you do it now in January, what don't you have to do in the spring? Anything. Anything. Anything at all. I mean, that's brilliant. Which fits Michael's mold because he sure loves when he doesn't have to do anything. Damn straight. I mean, but... he's procrastinator, mon frere. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He is the master. And I love the little, um, uh, scenes of each of them doing their own spring cleaning. Yep. Like you got Kelly with all the magazines because obviously she reads a t- ton of magazines. Mm-hmm. You got Angela and Kevin and Kevin throwing, you know, uh, papers everywhere and just yep. Angela looking at him just with that disapproval that we all know and love. And, yeah, and uh, Phyllis is throwing more. stuff away. We yeah, see throwing Stanley throwing stuff, stuff away. away. Ryan cleaning out his desk, talking yeah. about how he could be done here in five seconds. <laughs> and everyone would forget he's here. And, and I'd he forget too. too. Isn't that great? That lo- and that's the other thing. The look of, lo- the look of longing in his face. <laughs> the sigh afterwards. <laughs> and maybe, maybe you or maybe one of us, I don't know, somebody out there has been at that job where they just don't want to be there. And that, that little... Um, fantasy in your head that goes and you're like yeah it could just be all over one day yeah and i'll be done with it and that would be it that could be, be it awesome <laughs> <laughs> and, and man ryan the path ahead of you you know oh. you've got so many seasons still <laughs> he went from a guy just with nothing in his desk and nothing to do leading the entire division <laughs> uh-huh and then coming back and then just searching desperately for an identity for three seasons after that <laughs> Four, however many, and know. and and the right facial hair too. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> it was a, it was a rough ride. Yeah, it was a rough ride. But he, he found his place eventually post drug rehab. I feel like that's probably how the actor, um, uh, oh tell me his name offhand, Bj Novak. Bj Novak, of course. I, I'm sure that's how he probably felt those few years juggling the different outfits, the looks, the facial hair. Probably yeah. how I feel about vaping. It's like sometimes yeah. you look like a douchebag for the right reasons, you know? <laughs> you know, you're just trying to get healthy. You're trying to work a job. Right. And yeah. you got to wear that dopey-ass goatee. Your intentions are good. Yeah, You exactly. are. Your intentions are good. As, 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 yeah, as dopey and douchebaggy as you might look. <laughs> you're you just know? doing it for the right reasons. Your, your lungs are liking it. Exactly. You know that much. Yeah, exactly. we appreciate it. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, you know. But, but so so Oscar's playing sick. Dwight's on the case. Oh, man. Oh, I, love, I love Dwight and... Uh, Michael's uh, little interaction that leads even leads up to that with um, the oh my god Oscar's sick 
mm-hmm. on a Friday. Yeah. Oh, it's a very classic setup. Which, and I love, and I know anyone who's ever been sick on a Friday or a Monday or called in sick for your own personal reasons yes. knows that there's always that immediate stigma attached to that. Obviously, you yes. Know, and, 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 and I love how they, they call it out on it. They hit it head on. Because in real work, most of the time, your boss just has to accept it. You yes, called in sick. That's the policy. That's the policy. It's sort of a... A trust situation. Yes. But Michael's ready to take it on. Oh, you know? oh, because an office can't function. Unless people are at their desk doing their jobs. Captain Obvious. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I love, yes, and his his immediate look, he's just so intent on looking as responsible as he can mm-hmm. to the viewers at home. Yep. <laughs> this documentary. <laughs> and But... It's it's a it's a wonderful setup for the for the following and you know these days we're kind of lucky these days not that I play hooky or try to not seem not not you know call in sick when I'm not sick yeah but you can you know these days you can actually text that you're sick and yeah you can sometimes bypass the whole having to sound sick exactly in case yeah. you were trying to play hooky but I love that Oscar was ready when they called him oh his, man his, his, he his was sounded ready. sick yeah. talking about his chills his fever his, his fever his head's killing his head's killing you think he had the same WebMD article up that uh, Dwight did because um, pulled it up quick yeah, like pulled I gotta it up look quick, up flu like, now that they're calling me head's killing me <laughs> I love that my, my head's killing my head's killing <laughs> I love that sort of like that that casual way he just describes it it, it felt very real to me oh like, it, it did like, he you know, knew his word choice. You know? He convinced me. <laughs> yeah, I you was know? ready. I didn't Good. think he was gay at all. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I I thought he was sick. I don't know. I I, I love when they they uh, they finally get him on the phone and and Michael Dwight's like and Dwight's like and Dwight make sure you tell him I'm here and yeah. Michael's like oh. why does it matter if you're here? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time they've got oh Oscar's already picked up and you're in that hello 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 hello. hello. <laughs> Before Michael and Dwight even get on the case, I love when uh, Dwight realizes Oscar's out, and him and uh, Kelly, or him and uh, uh, Angela have that exchange where he says, "Unacceptable." Oh, this is unacceptable. And she says, "I agree." <laughs> yeah, great Kevin moment. Oh yeah. Oh, what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank God they were in front of the dimmest dude of the whole office, because mm-hmm. otherwise. They might have been tipped off. A but he still bit. picked up something. No, he was did. Going on, well, he knew know? something was going on. Yeah. You know, he was all gung ho later on when he was trying to prove that Jim and Pam were, you know, hitting it off. P B like. and J. <laughs> what, what a waste. <laughs> he was he wasn't even uh near that uh but then again, who would ever think those two, I don't know, as Exactly. Yeah. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. And, and you may not want to know, honestly, with those kind of those kind of folks. They're just sort of um Exactly. They're they're both prone to um as Pam say later on, they're both, t- both prone to Ooh, being oh, yeah. uh, unpleasantness. Unpleasantness, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you don't want to associate them with any kind of lovemaking or that is true. God knows what else. I'm already feeling dirty saying that. Oh um, yeah. But uh, yeah, that is that is a that is a classic classic moment. And uh, you and, know, obviously, it's still pivotal. They still they're still throwing those uh, they're still throwing those little moments between. Uh, Dwight and Angela together. Well, they're still building it up in little bits. Yep, and he's you know? back from the concussion. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no no signs of any lasting effects. No lasting effects. He's still crazy. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really even see a reference to last episode's concussion no. until a long time from now. That I think Dwight makes a comment to Pam about, you were with me during my concussion yeah. or something. Yeah, that's when the, the reverse cycling with CeCe. And the, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, the, that's at Gabe's party yeah. down the road. You know, the, the, uh, uh, the concussion episode was almost, it was almost sort of a standalone in a way 
yeah, a little bit from because in this episode, obviously, we're resuming our previous episode from the booze cruise. Uh huh. Exactly that arc that started there. Right, and and maybe in later, I don't know. It sort of seems like this should have followed that. Well, and they do but, a good job with Jim's talking head where he explains, on the yeah. booze cruise, I admitted a secret to Michael. I just broke up with Katie. Yep. I'd had a few drinks. A couple drinks. And I confided in the world's worst <laughs> confidant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we really hammer it home. This is the first episode where Michael is sort of exposed as being unable to keep a secret. I mean, even admitting it. I'm going to yeah. keep this as, as long as possible. <laughs> as long as I can. As long as I can. And that's why. Yeah, because he's like, Jim and I are great friends. We hang out a lot, mostly at work. Yeah. Which is why. But yeah, but but the well, fact that he confided in me, yeah, it says everything about our relationship. And that's why, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to keep it. And the scene right before that where Jim admits to Michael that that, that was a secret. And you can just see Michael getting overwhelmed with the fact that he was told a secret. He might be getting a boner right about that. That's the thing about this. This episode and Michael's over the top in this, and we've like we keep talking about how we experience such different examples of over the top Michael, yeah. from the uh, the uh, invigorator, the inspirer yeah, on the booze cruise, right, right. to the the selfish child of the injury, yes. uh, going yeah. back to uh, just him being blatantly offensive just a few episodes ago. Mm. Here we see him uh, born from such a good place of wanting to be a friend. Yes. Finally, he yes. this is my shot, coach. Put me in. Exactly. He finally feels like he's worthy, and yes. he's just gonna blow it to Hall. All hell. Of course he is. Not even just like at the soda machines with the tell me about the pee situation <laughs> where he keeps trying to talk about it right. to later when he spills it in, in trying to defend him and, right. and defend the purchases he made at Hooters. Yes. And he, he is. He knows that. And he knows he makes a mistake. And he knows you were going there. Like he, he, he I'm sorry, yeah. I lost my train of thought. Um, but that's the thing. Like it does, it does come from a good, a good place. Yeah. But at the same time, he just can't help himself, uh, be who he is. Number mm-hmm. one, spilling, spilling the guts, spilling, exactly. spilling the secret, and number two, um, he loves Hooters, and that's where they have to go. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we won't get there too quickly, but um, you know, kind of strong arming him. But you know, he he's so that's I, I forgot what I was gonna say, but now I remember what I was gonna say. He wants to be. You know, accepted. He wants to be cared about, and here is an opportunity because, oh my God, Jim would tell me something that he hasn't told anybody else. Like this is a, you know, later on we find out, you know, he hates being left out of things. He hates being left out of the loop, mm-hmm. you know. And then he tells everybody about Stanley's affair, but um, that's yeah. later on. But this is his first time to only be in the loop. Well, and this like, builds up to like how much dream. that kind of. Intimacy with other people, the friendship, the secrets, how yeah. important that is to him. Right. Oh, yeah. Misquoting, my lips are sealed. Or, no, no. Miss, uh, miss, miss saying, uh, who sings, my lips are sealed, by the way. Oh, yeah? <laughs> it wasn't the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. The Go-Go's. <laughs> my lips are sealed. <clears throat> but, they, but, you know, that kind of manifests uh, his, you know, it's another uh, uh, aspect of his, his insecurity. Yeah, and uh, it and it uh, and and the way he he copies Jim in that effort to be a better friend, buying oh. the grape soda, oh, mussing up God. his hair. Yeah, you it's know? so it's such a child, more childlike, uh, big brother, little brother. Yeah, sort of. Uh, you know, he looks up to him in a certain way, but then you know he wants to be buddy buddy at the same time, mm-hmm. even though he is his boss. Yeah, you know, and he's and he's terrified by the end of it that he's ruined his friendship. Well, but and and the way he's trying to build it even more with him, he says, "Let's grab a blanket. We'll order some za. <laughs> talk about you know you know who." 
Like he thinks that this is now his bonding tool with yes. Jim. They're going to become best friends, talking best to friends. getting Jim what he wants from that girl he loves. Yep. Oh, you know? they're going to, yeah, f- figuring out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what is he, lo- what he loves about her. You know, getting to know each other. You yeah. know, kind of like, uh, you know, every boss wants to ingratiate them. Not every boss, but a lot of bosses want to ingratiate themselves with sure. their employees. This is just taken to that next level. Yeah. Of kind of Michael's own manic insanity. Yeah, it's not even ingratiated. He he really he just wants to prove that they're best buds. You know, right. they they they're the closest of pals. Yeah, here. Well, we're great friends. Mm-hmm. Hang out a lot. Mostly yeah. work. <laughs> Some of our best pals are our fabulous sponsors here at the People Persons Paper Podcast. So we're going to take a quick break and let them tell you about what they have to sell. I love them. They're the best. Two Planet Productions is a team compromised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years combined experience in the industry. Besides working with the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won multiple Couples Choice Awards and Best of the Best Awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 918-280-8528. And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them we sent you, you will receive a free single session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That is a $500 value for free. That free session could be engagements, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever. Welcome back, and I remember being 15 and going to Hooters and the idea that it was the double entendre. Mm. There's wings, but there's there's pretty girls. They got boobies. Hey? Like I get that that was a play. And I remember um, my family was friends with another family who had an older patriarch, a yeah. uh, grandfather in the family. Mm. And whenever he came to town, we'd all go to Hooters because it was charming. The older guy, he would get smiles being around the pretty young uh, girls. Hamming it up. And it, it, it felt innocent at the time. You realize it's pervy and gross. Sure. So, and this to me great encapsulates wings, all, all great, yeah, fantastic wings, good fantastic. chicken sandwiches, perfectly good food. I guess the hot dog sounds compelling. They have a gourmet hot dog. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to try that. The fact Michael's getting a gourmet hot dog at Hooters just makes me laugh. Yeah. Well, After his, of course, his his jokes, chicken breast, hold yeah, the chicken. Hold the chicken. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. the we're not worthy. Yeah. Jim, you should order you should milk. Order milk. Get it. Oh God. I, I feel like this. Uh, this is all spawned from Todd Packer in some way. Like I think this kind of. This has probably happened before. Todd Packer and the nature of that restaurant that did create nature, that. Yes. Come on, boys. Come be cheeky here at Hooters. <laughs> come be cheeky. Yeah. Well, you know, Michael loves his uh, his chain restaurants. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we got the Chili's Love, the Hooters. When he goes to New York, he has to eat at Sbarro. New York Slice. Yeah, got to get that New York Slice. <laughs> I mean, you know, and it fits. Pre- they, I love how they kind of fit right in, and I'm mm-hmm. sure Chili, I'm sure Chili, well, Chili's too. I'm sure Hooters appreciates They didn't the, mind the, the mention. Exactly. No. I kind of wonder if they do the hokey pokey like that. Yeah. Is that like a thing? I wonder. I'm sure they, they do the birthday celebrations. Do the, I don't know how they yeah. work, but they do I do them. I don't know if they do the front side thing or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. And M- Michael's uh, trying to pull off a caper almost with Jim, you know, their brothers. 
And, oh, yeah. And, and Jim's sl- uh, no, you know, shutting it down at every moment. Yeah, Michael just trying to create this scenario for himself, like yeah. something to live up to. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's, you know, he treats his, treats his employees well, takes mm-hmm. them to Hooters. You know, I, that's, I could think of worse places to go. He can get anything he wants on he the menu, on that, that diverse, expensive <laughs> Hooters menu. <laughs> they even do a steak. They probably do a steak for 25 bucks, I bet. Probably <clears> so. Probably as expensive as Hooters Pro- gets. Probably so. Yeah. But it was, uh, you know... I'm not gonna hate on it. No. I, it is it is pervy, and you know, definitely, I I I, I definitely feel for Dana, uh, and I, I mean that in a sympathetic way. Yep, yep. She, um, she really chose the wrong table. She really, day. yeah. She had no idea what she was getting into. No. And uh, she was a good sport about it for yeah. the most part. She's lucky she didn't throw him out, or like Michael's yeah. lucky that he didn't get thrown out. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know what their policy is, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's not to put up with jackasses. I mean, I'm sure that maybe they've been through worse. I can imagine yeah, it. Yeah. But you know, Hooters is a family dine, uh, restaurant, and that's the thing you'll notice if you go. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every time I've been, like I'll see at least four or five families with yeah. little kids. Yeah. Going and you know that's that's it's, just the way it goes. It's, it's state sponsored perviness <laughs> is what it is. God bless. <clears throat> family approved perviness. I love those wings. They have, a, they have church parties at Hooters. They should have more <laughs> church parties at Hooters. I mean, you know, well, sure, maybe not, maybe, maybe, maybe not. you know, certain churches, certain churches, <laughs> the right church, the right church, the right Kids, kind of church. Choose your church based on whether or not they go to Hooters for their their fellowship. Have you have you and your church group ever been gone to Hooters? Yeah. If that's happened, please drop us a line here at the P four P four podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. That is not a real email address, but save it for when it is. Exactly, just save it because we'd like to hear that story. We I might have you on even. I don't know. Yeah, I'd like to. Our next guest. <laughs> Oh, man. I can only hope. While at Hooters, of course, uh, Michael starts picking Jim's brain about Pam. Yes. And I love the stuff like, what does Jim like about her? And Jim says her sense of humor. Michael immediately, well, she never gets any of my jokes. (laughs) No shit. Right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, some good looks to the camera by Mr. Jim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. And that's another thing, too. Those reactions to the camera, that has become such a staple of this show by this point. Oh, it's, yes. That's their way, the cast talking to us. And, of course, the Jim look now... Ten years plus later is a thing. It's a it's a it's an industry. We or, see, uh, see it in other shows. We've all done it at work where we've looked off to the side like, oh god, what yeah. am I dealing with? If well, there that was, was the... only a camera here. You know, <laughs> this is the part. Yeah, we, I'm sure there's a meme out there somewhere that says like, this is how I look when I'm looking at the camera that's not there. Yeah, when I hear somebody say something stupid. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. We. That, that that played right into because we've all been there at that one point where someone says something inane yeah. or insane or whatever it is, and you just you, you don't know where you you feel like you're in the twilight zone for a minute. Exactly, it just doesn't. Yeah, if you could look at an audience and say what the fuck, you would. You would. Yeah, yeah. and and you get that hundred yard stare out, and if it happens enough, then you just uh, mm-hmm. you don't know what to do with yourself. When they get back to the office, Pam asks what they talked about. I love Jim oh. says literature. <laughs> yeah, while holding up the Hooters shirt. shirt. Yeah. And Pam does the um, classic, I hate you, <laughs> which we all know what that means. She loves him to death. Exactly. <laughs> Once back in his office, Dwight pops in, and now we get this great moment. Oh, one of my favorite moments of ever. Where? Yes. Oh, he, well, was it he, uh, he's, he's interviewed, what, everybody in the office? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's... Uh, ready to report him and then Michael's like just go to his house I could have done this uh, 20 minutes to which Dwight says with prep time (laughs) something just go yeah (laughs) 
you never think about prep time when you're trying to uh, stalk somebody or, I don't know, sorry, surveil somebody, I should say. And we'll learn Dwight's an experienced surveyor. He is, yeah. We're learning several things in this uh, episode. Dwight. Not the, yeah, Dwight, as you were going to say. He has, surveilled, several, uh, has yeah. surveilled a girlfriend for several days. The way they, the way he describes that, um, an ex girlfriend was cheating on him. Yeah. How does, how can an ex girlfriend cheat on you? Well, I think she's an ex girlfriend now. <laughs> she was ex girlfriend yeah. now. I think that, right. that or okay. he's just creepy. That's what but, I was thinking. Which could be. Yeah. It, well, he is creepy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Nothing. Uh, uh, there is. Uh, you know, only Angela would like that guy. You're right. Well, exactly. I, <laughs> but uh, yes, uh, turns out you know she was. With a couple of guys, mm-hmm. you know. And, oh, God. And we have to hear him, like, eating that sandwich. It's one of the most cringy things I've ever heard. Uh, that's one of my pet peeves in life, ladies and gentlemen. Like, listening to people eat and, like, the way it sounds. Their lips smacking. Really? Oh, I can't Oh man, and, and and yeah, and Dwight just like uh, you know being naked on the couch, mm, he's making mm. it as gross as possible. Oh, and oh, we completely forgot about the part where he's talking to Pam uh-huh. and uh, oh, digging Oscar's through the jelly digging beans. through the jelly beans, trying to find all the black ones because apparently, if you couldn't look at his teeth, he apparently hadn't found enough by that point. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> that's a communal bowl, Dwight. And then uh, the way she just dumps them all, oh, when he walks away. She has some really. Uh, yeah, her, her her recoil look of horror is just perfect. Mm-hmm, the yeah. way she just dumps him out. Yeah. That's so great. Oh, Pam. Pan. Pan. <laughs> I can't get off the pan. Right. Oh. I just can't. Uh, I wish she would have wore her hair down just for a couple episodes. <laughs> Mikey Likey. Uh, right? <laughs> Brian Likey. Brian oh, <laughs> Wait, am I... Uh... So once they're oh back, Michael uh, Michael spills the beans when he's trying to get reimbursed, like we said. Yeah, apparently Michael had some uh, issues with his corporate card, corporate <laughs> credit card. $80 in magic supplies? Magic supplies. Hey. And they would have bought from us. They would have bought, you know. They almost did. Yeah. I think they're selling him short. I, th- I think they should have given him some leniency on that one, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I think Toby's being a dick. Well, and of course, the, the news about Jim and Pam spreads through the office like wildfire. Of course. Well, and I love, I love that Kelly is right there to receive yeah. the um, news mm-hmm. because we all know then it's, like you said, it's going to go like wildfire. And we get uh, Phyllis and Angela talking about it. We yeah. get Kevin and yeah. Michael talking about it. Oh, he's going to break up the wedding. Uh-huh. And I love that response of Michael. The only people this matters to is Jim and Pam. And me, <laughs> yeah. further working himself into their world because he's Jim's best friend. Yeah, and um, as we know from his hair, and his, his hair, his yeah, his soda, his, my, my grape <laughs> soda. Yeah, what's with the Beatles mop top? God, that's so just. It's I like so it. weird. It's just funny showing as he, hell. He's just like Jim. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just just, like just a casual Jim. guy. Super cool. He's super cool. Yeah. You know, uh, sort of, uh, you know, and then later on in his uh, final Dundies, we do get to see him sort of play the gym role again. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, dude. Want to hang out and play some records? Yeah. Like, uh, has his own kind of take on it by that point. <laughs> he just seems to think Jim is some kind of like audiophile stoner. At yeah, this point. pretty much. Yeah. Which is great. Which is great. Yes. But then the, you know, the word, word gets around. And, you know, Jim. Back in the booze cruise, if we could go back for a second, he does say to Pam, to Michael, um, you know, I used to really have a big thing for Pam. He does say the word used, used to. Used to. So when Michael spills yeah. it later, yeah. and I think he realizes it too. We're talking about the moment, of course, when Pam goes into yeah. Michael's office and she says, oh, no, Jim told me that he used to have a thing for me. Yeah. And, and Michael says, no, not used to. It was at the booze cruise. <laughs> the booze cruise, yeah. And Pam says... <laughs> He used to have a thing, or he, he had a thing for me at the booze cruise, or he told you at the booze cruise. And Michael had the perfect out. 
He just had to be like, oh, yeah, no, of course. He told me the boot screws. I'm an idiot. But instead, just shut it, you know? (laughs) Telling himself, don't stop spilling the beans. Oh, I love it. Like, and I, I love, he just pushes it pushes it back and it's already gone it's already pretty much out of the bag yeah and, he, and at that point then he figures it out okay all right i'm done i'm out yeah. sorry guys <laughs> now and a surprise uh, a fun surprise today rewatching was when in that moment where jim talks to pam about it and says yeah. oh i used to but it's, it's over now you don't gotta worry yeah. about it yeah. we see someone in the back area in the annex yeah who, who was, i've never seen before who was that who someone was that mystery big person. gray hair with a smaller or seemingly an older woman with a skinny body she looked a little bit like phyllis in dress kind of but she didn't have phyllis's frame right we, so, uh, yeah I, I, some some uncast ma- some cast maid we don't know about about or cleaning lady maybe well and i've read that there were other workers as late as season three but none of them made it into scenes huh at that point you might see them in like a deleted scene so they're like just background people they might have had a few extra people in the office still at this point that's interesting it's pretty wild i thought we were all cut down to our normal uh core whatever how many people we have at this point but i guess that's not true there's another one, just like last episode with the injury, where we, if we can track down the deleted scenes, that could be a fun watch. Oh, we'll yeah. See if we catch more. I do love deleted scenes. People. Yeah, they're always good. Deleted scenes are great, and the bloopers are great yeah. in, this, in this series. If you ever, um, I think Ethan good. was saying that actually, yep. uh, that he just watches the bloopers. <laughs> yeah. And I could understand that because like, the ones that you, the ones they have are pretty funny. Seeing John Krasinski lose it is pretty. Exactly. His high pitched laugh is kind of hilarious. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so so now we're at that point, and oh now God. this is of course going to spill into future episodes like crazy. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to say one quick thing, really, mm-hmm. um, about kudos to Jim for playing that off and kind of heading it off at the pass. Yeah, because he knew mm-hmm. it was only going to get worse from there once he knew and, it spilled. Yeah. And, and and like Kelly saying, like Jim, I, why didn't you tell me you had a thing for Pam? <laughs> I could think of a million reasons why you'd tell, exactly. not tell, never tell Kelly, yeah. <laughs> like, or just tell anybody, really. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, heading it off, and 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 the moment with him and Pam is is just another, um, it's another great scene. It's kind of akin, it's sort of akin to um, what what wasn't said on the booze cruise, yeah. But you know, he didn't lie. I mean, he does lie. He's not telling the whole truth, but. You know, the, their whole interaction, and uh, just when he even tells her that he had a crush on her before, and, and, and all she says is, oh. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that goes behind that, oh. Oh, yeah. There's a lot running through her head. And you can see it. And it's, it's very strange. Like, and after, but even after they kind of laugh about it, and everything seems fine, um, at the very end, like, if she's walking, and he's like, and Pam, you know, it was like three years ago or whatever. Like, yeah. It's not a big deal. And she's just like, she just kind of goes, cool. You can almost see disappointment. You, you can see disappointment. Yep. Yeah. She. This is the great thing because we finally here we are, nineteen episodes into the show, and we are seeing them finally face to face, talking about feelings between them. Something yeah. we've been wanting to see since the first episode. Yep. And it's, it's coming all, to a head. And it's structured in that talking about the past format. Right. That really we get to see. We get to. I mean, what a way to play with the audience and the, our emotions and, and the way we feel about this couple. Yeah. To have them, they're talking about it. They're talking about it. Right, but right. it's not now. No. It's a thing that happened. No. Yeah. Which it's is why right with Michael, you know, inadvertently saying he doesn't even he he he, he doesn't He's, know that Jim still likes her. No. Because of the, my, Jim was clear. Yeah. Used to. Used to. Yeah. You know, and. <laughs> 
He just wants to jump on a subject to talk about But he anything. still spills it to Pam without He's, even realizing it. Exactly. Without realizing it. And almost, I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's, it's I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a TV show. Yeah. But I mean, it was, fa- I mean, it's a fate, it's fatalist in a way. Mm-hmm. It was going to happen clumsily one way or another. Oh yeah. We know this will they or won't they thing is going to come to a head at some point. Exactly. And of course it's the doofus boss who helps nudge it along just in a, in a certain way here and there. And, um. You know, and, and it's it's a great uh, it's a great moment between those two, and uh, you know, I, I, and and even the you know the way they kind of diffuse the situation with very uh, it's very uh, genuine. I think how Pam is like, so you're gonna be totally awkward around me now, and he's just like, right. oh yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> and I mean, that rings true. I think to a oh, lot yeah. of a lot of people who've been through that same. We're friends. You know, there were feelings. There are feelings. I think a lot of people have had a, a lot of similar conversations to that. Yeah, and I think that's what people latch onto about this couple even more so. Exactly. Than other ones. And well, and and, yeah. and even with everything seemingly resolved, uh, we still get that moment in the elevator at the end. Yeah, great, great, another great moment. No, no words necessary. I know, with her looking at him, him yeah. looking at her, her looking at him. him. Yeah, the um, final, the final, her looking at him, being like, and I kind of sort of wonder what she, because I guess I don't know, I don't know exactly what she's thinking in that moment, but. Yeah. I think she knows something's there. Or just wondering what yeah. could be. Because that's wondering the other thing, too, is be. it keeps planting the seed of, uh, for both of them that mm-hmm. that could be. That could, could be. be. Right. Yeah, she has that could be look in her face. Yeah. And because, you know, eventually when she's explaining it to Roy, you know, after the after casino night, um, you know, just in between his bursts of anger, she's mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, I think he had feelings for me, and I think I did, too. Yeah, and that's sort of encapsulated, I think, in that in that moment between them. Yeah. Like there are definitely feelings on both sides. Yeah, and you know she didn't have to say anything, but that moment of disappointment gives it away. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, it's a it's a it's an awesome it's an awesome ending. Yeah, yeah, really really great episode. Yeah, and 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 <laughs> and of course with and it kind of goes old school a little bit with uh, Michael's little talking uh, head at the end. Saying, you know, which is complete and utter BS. The first thing that he says is, you know, Michael, people are always coming. You no, know, people are always coming to me saying, Michael, you know, I want to tell you, I, I, I need help or uh, yeah. I'll tell you my secret. Uh-huh. And he's just like, no, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to be like Secrets of a Call Girl. Oh, I mean, uh, portrait, portrait of a Prostitute. Portrait of a Prostitute. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what they, they should have just left it and called it that. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't want to be like that. doesn't want to live his life like that. He, he's not Shyla, everybody. Yeah. I don't know how he got from A to point, point A to point B on that one. But, just, um, just the only thought of someone else who has secrets is the Call Girl <laughs> mixed up with trouble. I think we know that my wait was it on Showtime? Yeah, probably. Yeah, Skinamax is Showtime or whatever Showtime yeah. Skinamax is. Like, hey, you know the the guy needs he needs to watch what he needs to watch. It's all good. Oh man, great episode. Got any trivia this week? I do have a little bit of trivia. Um, what do we got? What the hell? Oh, must okay. I almost okay. Okay, what? So when Michael was being Michael the Magic during a bus- business related meeting? Yeah, what? Did he put a cigarette through? A quarter, Toby. <laughs> through a freaking quarter. Freaking quarter. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. It really is. And they would have bought from us, too. They would They would have. <laughs> you know? You know? It was an innocent... Uh, it was business-related. We know that. Yeah. All right. Uh, little uh, little number uh, uh, question. So when when did, when did we find out that Pam started working uh, at the... 
Dunder Mifflin Scranton office. Oh, I don't I don't remember what he said. What did he say? Three years, like three years ago. Oh, okay. Like three years like ago. Three, nice. Like three years ago. So no big deal. Yeah. He's totally over it by now. Oh, yeah. That was forever good ago. Li- good liar, Jim. Good liar. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> what soda, I don't even know soda, uh, what drink did Michael pick out for Stanley at the... At the uh, oh, I don't know. I know he's gonna hate it. You know he's gonna hate it. it. Lemon lime or was it peach iced tea? Peach iced tea. You're gonna hate. <laughs> You're it. gonna hate it. <laughs> it's such a random moment and fun. But, exactly. And Stanley sort of just so. He's kind of like, hmm. We don't get a ton of Stanley. Hmm? Yet. No, we don't. We, we get, get we a get, lot more. We get silent Stanley in this yeah. one. He's um, you know, he's throwing away stuff and mm-hmm. trying to. Not even like the I'm learning nothing of last week. No, I'm, no yeah. For, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 But yeah, great episode. Oh, yeah, final God. thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. I got uh, a none too shabby episode, I will say. Great payoff moments. Obviously historical, earth-shattering payoff moments, I think. Not, yeah. you know, Oscars. Hey, Oscars gay. Setting up good stuff for later Setting up there. good stuff. Uh you know the Jim and Pam saga continues. We oh, got yeah. we got drama, but not too much drama. Like no, nobody got angry with anybody. No, you know, and, and, and you know they diffused. I must say they 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 carried that off very well in this episode without people getting upset. Yeah, and I mean you know it could have gone a multitude number of ways. Exactly. And uh, but it, but it worked out. And I like seeing Michael in this goofy trying to be. Everybody's or trying to be Jim's friend mode too. Yeah. And um and then Dwight <laughs> and his surveilling ways and mm-hmm. just loving uh I love just him everything flying over his head and watching that freaking movie at the end with Oscar and Gil. It's just a That's classic, funny. classic scene. So yeah. great. Another A another A episode for me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Uh, great stuff. Great, great natural I mean, after a couple episodes where we see Michael in all these different forms, yeah. we get another side of him brought very organically through the plot. Yeah. Continuing uh Booze Cruise at the same time with Jim's talking head setting it up so if this was your first episode, you really have a, most of what you need to get through it. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a good, it would have been a decent one to start on. I agree. Yeah, yeah, not a bad one. Yeah, good stuff. Good and stuff. Uh, you know, and of course, as deep in season two as we are, uh, with three and four ahead of us, and, and five, so much good show and so much good character development ahead of us. No, oh, it's coming, and we're gonna get even more <clears throat> of yeah. all these great ancillary characters that we're just learning more and more about. That's right. Yeah, so. even more moments, great moments are coming. All right, man. Well, All right, cool. Brian, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure as always, man. As always. Right on. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for joining us for the People, Persons, Paper podcast. We will see you again next week. And uh, on behalf of my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price. And like I said, next week, another present from Todd Packer. Channel 4 and a half. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Ready to do this? Ready like Freddy. Ready to come back hard? (laughs) Come back strong. Come back ready. Strong like bull. Like bull. (laughs) All right.